Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 6th of August. Several parliamentarians cast their votes for the vice presidential election today. Polling for the election started at 10 a.m. at Parliament House. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Union Ministers Jitendra Singh and Ashwini Vaishnav were among those who voted. Former Prime Minister Manmohan Singh arrived in a wheelchair to cast his vote. Former West Bengal Governor Jagdeep Dhankar is the governing NDA's candidate for the post. He is up against former Union Minister Margaret Alva, who is the opposition's candidate. Dhankar is widely expected to win. Apart from the BJP, he has the backing of Janata Dal United, YSRCP, BSP, AIADMK and Shiv Sena. A total of 744 MPs are expected to vote today. The 36 MPs of Trinamool Congress have decided to abstain from voting. Until 2 p.m. today, over 85% of the MPs had cast their votes. The term of the current VP, M Venkaiah Naidu, will come to an end on 10th of August. The Delhi police has reportedly filed an FIR against several Congress leaders following yesterday's protests in the national capital. The Congress party had organized a country-wide protest against inflation, unemployment and several other issues on Friday. Several party leaders including Rahul Gandhi, Priyanka Gandhi, Shashi Tharoor, KC Venugopal, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary and Gaurav Gogoi were detained by the Delhi police. The police have filed a case under sections 186, 188, 332 and 34 of the Indian Penal Code. Sections 186 and 332 pertain to voluntarily obstructing a public servant from discharging their duties and voluntarily causing hurt to a public servant respectively. The party had staged protests despite having no permission. Ahead of the protests, the Delhi police had imposed section 144 of the CRPC in New Delhi district except Jantar Mantar. According to the Indian Express, over 300 protesters were detained by the state police on Friday. Delhi Deputy Chief Minister Manish Sisodia today said that he has written to the CBI recommending a probe into former Lieutenant Governor Anil Bejal's purported sudden change of mind on opening of liquor shops in unauthorized areas. The new excise policy was rolled back by the state government last week. The rollback came shortly after current Lieutenant Governor VK Saxena recommended a CBI probe into the policy. Saxena had alleged procedural lapses and violations of rules. Sisodia said that due to a change of decision in the LG's office, some shopkeepers got a profit of thousands of crores and the government lost thousands of crores. He added that the new excise policy benefited some people because it was not allowed to be implemented properly. NDTV reported, under the new excise policy, it was decided that there would be an equal number of liquor shops in every area. Sisodia said that Bejal, who was the LG when the Aam Aadmi Party had prepared the policy, had read it and given his approval. However, he changed his stance when the file to open new stores reached him, Sisodia claimed. The deputy chief minister went on to say that right before the policy was to be implemented, the LG made new conditions under which, in order to open a shop in unauthorized colonies, the approval of the Delhi Development Authority and Municipal Corporation of Delhi would be needed. Sisodia said that because of this many licensees suffered. A court in Varanasi today acquitted Uttar Pradesh member of parliament Atul Rai in an alleged rape case. 
Rai has been in jail since 2019. Last year, a 24-year-old woman had set herself on fire outside the Supreme Court, claiming that the Uttar Pradesh police had colluded with the jailed MP, whom she accused of raping her in 2018. The woman and her male friend had started a Facebook Live before setting themselves on fire. She subsequently died of her injuries. Rai will, however, remain in jail because of other cases against him. He is an accused in an abetment to suicide case in the matter. Last month, the Allahabad High Court had rejected his bail. The politician was elected to the Lok Sabha from Ghosi on a Bahujan Samaj Party ticket, NDTV reported. He had surrendered after the 2019 national elections, a month after the woman had filed a case against him. Listeners, last year after the victim died, my colleague Akanksha Kumar reported on the case. The victim had claimed that the Uttar Pradesh police tried to malign her character. Additionally, she had said she was getting threats. If you would like to know more about the case, you can read Akanksha's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Why did a man and a woman set themselves on fire outside the Supreme Court? While you are there, check out the first report from our NL Sena project on bulldozing of homes and other properties in Madhya Pradesh. Since December 2020, the Shivraj Singh Chauhan government's bulldozers have raised homes and shops in almost all the state's 52 districts. The chief minister has portrayed the bulldozer campaign as overdue, if legally dubious action, against the mafia and organised criminals. But is it? News Laundry went on the ground to find out. Read my colleagues Pratik Goyal and Ashwini Kumar Singh's report on our website. It is titled, Bulldozer Terror. Shivraj Chauhan's war on crime leaves ordinary lives in ruin. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. People from the Chakma and Hajong communities staged protests against the denial of residence proof certificates to them today. Hundreds of refugees organized a peaceful protest at Diyun in Arunachal Pradesh. Earlier this week, the state government had suspended residential proof certificates, which are issued to people from these communities who are mainly settled in the Chang Lang district. At the time, the two communities had said that the move infringed on their basic rights. The state government also suspended the issuance of fresh RPCs. RPCs were issued to members of Chakma and Hajong communities who were yet to become Indian citizens. The document helps them pursue higher education in other states and also join the paramilitary forces, Hindustan Times reported. Speaking to the Hindu, Krishna Chakma, spokesperson of the Chakma Hajong Rights Alliance, said that the denial of the RPCs is nothing but the continuation of the racial profiling of the Chakmas and Hajongs. Apart from this, Roop Singh Chakma, the president of the Arunachal Pradesh Chakma Students' Union, said that the first victim of the denial of RPCs will be job seekers who are students. He said that they are citizens of India and often go for recruitment in the army. The Chakmas and Hajongs had migrated to India to escape religious persecution in Bangladesh's Chittagong Hills tract in the 1960s. The suspension of RPCs comes amid growing demands from locals that members of the two communities leave the state, according to Hindustan Times. 
Israel continued to bombard the Palestinian territory of Gaza for the second day today. Israeli aircraft struck multiple places across the Gaza Strip and Palestinian fighters fired rockets at Israel in retaliation. On Friday, Israel had conducted a daytime airstrike on a building in Gaza City and killed the top commanders of the Palestinian armed group Islamic Jihad. Israel claims to have also arrested 19 members of Islamic Jihad. At least 11 people have been killed in the Israeli airstrikes so far, including a child. According to the Palestinian Health Ministry, at least 84 people have been wounded as well. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.